Being a more effective leader requires that we lean into the one thing that most of the world is terrified to do. Good morning, Competitor Nation. Happy Monday. It's Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and we're kicking off the week with episode 643, talking about overcoming one of society's biggest fears. One of my favorite jokes of all time is from the legendary comedian Jerry Seinfeld, who playing on the idea that public speaking is one of society's biggest fears, if not the biggest fear. And Seinfeld goes on to laugh that at a funeral, more people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. Think about that. Most of the people would rather be the cold, dead body in the casket than the one that has to stand up in front of everyone and share the thoughts on the person. We as humans have this fear sometimes of people looking at us, of people watching us. We're, we're worried, what are they thinking? We're worried, how do we sound? It ties into this fear of, of others' opinions. In fact, there's an interesting article in the Harvard Business Review that talks about humans and this idea of having eyes watching us has been this existential threat for most of our history. People were literally terrified of being eaten alive. And so the idea of something watching you, think back to prehistoric days. If something was watching you, they could be hunting you. It triggered these fight or flight responses. And unfortunately, over the generations, we still have that fear of being watched. And for a lot of people, it's the idea of stepping up in front of others. Whether you're a coach and you're having to teach the class the morning workout or specific movements in the workout, whether you are a manager and having to get up and give a sales presentation to your boss or even to your direct reports, or you're like me, a keynote speaker having to stand in front of an audience of 10, 100, 1,000 people and give a talk. All of us have these, these butterflies, these nerves, these things within us they get us amped up. It almost is that trigger of fight or flight. And most of society puts themselves in a position to avoid ever having to present in front of other people because they're scared of that feeling. They pass up promotions knowing they're going to have to present more to clients or to internal teams. They fret and stress and worry about how do they sound? What do they look like? What's it going to be like the entire time that they focus more on themselves and the content and what they're trying to deliver. And so as leaders, we have to understand part of our role as a leader is not only influencing others, building trust and connecting with others, but at some point, we have to be in front of others. If you're the leader within an organization, you have to stand in front of your team, tell them good news, tell them bad news, praise projects, tell them what's going on in the organization. You have to be able to present in front of people. Just the same when you're leading a team, you have to be able to present in front of them. Now, you may be telling me that, hey, Jake, presenting and talking to one person or just three people is not the same as doing a keynote. But for a lot of people, the idea of you had to stand up tomorrow in front of your entire company and give a presentation or talk about your work would terrify them to death. But as leaders, we need to understand that there's something about embracing the ability to, one, present your message and story to others that helps build your influence, but two, Become someone who will do the thing that most people avoid doing is what separates yourself. And one of the earliest things I learned when I was doing training for keynote speaking and public speaking years ago is this idea of shifting our mindset and our focus. See, before I do a keynote, 
I still get that anxious energy. Those butterflies in your stomach, those thoughts running through your mind. I had someone ask me the other day, they said, you know, do you, do you get nervous? Do you freak out before talks? And I laughed and said, well, I don't get nervous and I don't freak out, but I do have those same butterflies. The difference is I know those butterflies are coming from the excitement for the opportunity I'm about to take instead of nervousness of worrying what other people are going to say about me. When we're thinking about nervousness and, and we're worried about presenting in front of people or talking in front of a class, it's because our focus is in the wrong place. See, we're focusing on them, but not in a serving sense. We're focusing on what are they thinking about us. We're focusing truly on ourselves. We're worried, what do we sound like? What do we look like? What are they going to think of us? Are they going to make fun of us? Are we going to mess up? What's that going to be? The focus is all on us. And so when that happens, our nerves and our anxious energy run wild and we become nervous. Another reason we become nervous is because we haven't prepared for the moment. Of course, you're going to be nervous if you're not prepared for that moment. But the way you overcome and change those nerves is one, to do the preparation for the presentation, for that talk, for that moment before it ever arrives. And then when it does arrive, you reframe how you see those feelings inside from nervousness, from worry to excitement, because you're excited about the opportunity ahead of you. If you think about it like pressure, that's great. It's that winners embrace pressure because it means what they're about to do matters. There's something at stake. There, there's merit. There's an opportunity there. The worst thing we can have in life is to do work that is meaningless. And so meaningful work sometimes requires that ugh, there's risk. There's something at stake in it. And so when we step up in the boardroom, when we step up in front of our class, when we step up in front of the auditorium, this nervousness and energy, if we've prepared for that moment, we've practiced our talk, we've worked on it, we're not showing up to wing it, we've practiced, we've prepared, then we have to reframe those feelings from nervousness to excitement. We have to remind ourselves that what we're about to do is an exciting opportunity and we're only feeling this way because we know it matters and we want to do well. There's something at stake with it. The last thing we have to do to capitalize on this biggest fear out there is shift the focus from how we're feeling, what's going on with us, what we're worried about, to the people we're trying to serve. To that prospect across the room who you have a product that could change their business's direction. Imagine what that could do to their entire life. Their stress levels, their relationships, all of that, if they start implementing that product. Imagine what will happen to that person in your gym class if they start to understand what they can do to change their fitness, to change their mindset, to change their life by listening, by doing the workout, by staying healthy and not hurting themselves. I think about it every time I step on that stage. I, I reframe my feelings from any kind of nerves to I'm excited for the opportunity because I'm here to serve. When I step on stage, I'm not nervous. I'm excited because the attention is not on me. The attention is on how I can help you. And that's my entire focus. I was teaching a group of speakers recently about this same process in sales, that a lot of us worry when we pick up the phone to make a sales call, we're worried the other person's going to say no, they're going to reject us, we don't know what to say, we're thinking about us. And I challenged them to reframe it every time they picked up the phone to being a discovery call, to asking questions, because they need to see themselves as someone who has a solution that can help 
other people's lives. And if we have that solution, whether it's helping someone work better, whether it's helping someone uh, hire and retain talent better, whether it's helping students in school learn to adapt and deal with challenges better, whatever it is, if we have something that can help someone work better, live better, be better, then we owe it to them to handle our own discomfort to find out if they're the person we can help. And so instead of looking at sales calls as, oh my gosh, I got to get a yes, I got to go through this process, I hope they like me, I hope I don't say something stupid, I hope I don't mess up, we start looking at and say, hey, how can I ask this group questions? How can I understand and interview this person to discover more about the challenges they're facing and where they are to see if what I do can help them? And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, who can I recommend? How can I start looking at every call, every presentation, everything is an opportunity to add value to other people instead of just how great can I look, how good can I sound, how big can I make my ego? We're always going to have the nervousness, the excitement, that extra energy as I love to call it when we're getting ready to talk in front of other people, give a presentation, pick up that phone on a sales call. And most people are terrified of that. And so they either completely avoid it or they just shut down during it. But great leaders understand, I've prepared for this moment. And when I step into this moment, the energy I feel is excitement for the opportunity I have in front of me to add value. And I'm not worried about how I sound, how I look. I'm only worried about can I help the person or people I'm talking to. That is how you overcome the fear that shuts down most of the world. And that is how you become a leader other people want to listen to and want to follow and want to be influenced by. And that's what I'm cheering for you to become. Be that leader today, competitor. You know I'm cheering for you. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Every Day, get involved in our leadership cohort, or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. I'll see you next episode.